Hey, hello, hello. So I've been thinking about this topic for quite some time, right? I'm super passionate about this one, right? This one comes from inside, from inside the heart. <laughs> and I thought, how about we talk about prayer? I think most churches or at least most people right now in a season of prayer, January, people want to start the year, right? I love it. You know, I love the hope, hopefulness uh, in the air. And so I thought, let's talk about that and let's tap into it a little bit more. Welcome to Life and Godliness with Phil. I am your host, Phil Gashal, and I am so happy to have you come back yet again for another episode. Thank you for being here. So today we're going to talk about prayer. Something that I'm really excited about or something I'm, I'm very, very passionate about because I, I feel that it is the one discipline every believer must exercise. It's that one thing that... I I feel that um once once you get it once you get it you know like and you find a rhythm in your own life you're able to do so much more you know you're able to grow and expand so much more spiritually and you know just deepen your relationship with God so much so in a way and in a in a manner that you would have never done it if 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 you hadn't exercised this discipline. So um I don't wanna talk about so much <laughs> before. Um I have like about um seven yeah about seven points that I wanna share about today. Just some of my tips about like what I know about prayer or like um we can say like what I'm certain about prayer, right? Um, great. So I want to start with my first point. My first point is, um, your prayer life cannot grow if your intention is not to find Jesus. Your, so basically what I mean by this is when you go to prayer, you go to find Jesus. You, you don't go for your needs uh, you don't go uh, necessarily to receive from him you don't go necessarily to uh with an expectation to find you know for him to give you stuff or like for you to get something from him and, and all that but you're going to get him you you go for him right otherwise i feel that, like if you if your number one intention like when you're thinking about you know i want to grow my uh, prayer life i want to exercise this discipline of prayer and and you you go there with you know uh like in the one times three mentality the medicine <laughs> the the prescription you know pray three times a day three times a day take this you know it's like taking this three times a day you know the prayer will become a meaningless routine and there's so much depth in in actual in praying and when you exercise the discipline because you are able to tap into some areas and some things that um you know like you prayer is versatile and it's and it's deep it's it's versatile it's deep and no one can really tell you see uh, when you get to a good prayer life this is what it is so it's just it's because it's a different it's all different for everybody else because you're like growing a relationship with god 
I feel that one of the tips or some, one of the things that I know and I'm sure about, like I, I know about prayer is that um, if the intention is wrong, you want to be seen by people that you pray. You want to say that you pray. You want like the people around you to know that you pray and all that. Um, and you don't want necessarily to pray to find Jesus, then I think um, you might not get what you're looking for uh, with prayer, right? So that's one. Two, I think um, prayer is one way or is one of the best ways to build uh, intimacy with God. Working on your relationship with God is um, prayer, as in prayer is one of the easiest ways that you can work on, the, on your relationship with God. You see, Relationship means that two people, you know, it's 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 a relationship between two people is that those people have great communication or at least they communicate, right? They communicate. Let's just say that they communicate. So my husband and I are are in a marriage, right? We are married together. Me and him, we're in a marriage because when we do sit down, when we do have time together, you know, there's that communication. He talks, I listen, I talk, he listens. There's that two-way communication. And so um, this intimacy where we get to talk, where we get to hear each other, we get to understand each other, we get to know, you know, those verbal cues, those nonverbal cues, he's, he's upset right now, he's, you know, she's upset right now. It doesn't necessarily mean um, talking to that person, but there's those verbal cues, and it's because of our great intimacy with one another. You know, like staying close to one another, you're able to know just some things about your, you know, about, about your partner, that's the same way with God. The more, the closer you draw to him, the more time you spend with him, you know, the more time you have conversing with him, you know, talking with him, listening to him, that's the more, the, the, the you know, the better or the deeper your intimacy grows with him. You, you, you're able to tap into those, the, the, you know, a resource because you have, you have you have prayed because you're praying with you're praying and it's not just uh, the shallow prayers you know it's deep prayer it's meaningful it's vulnerable it's spirit led and spirit filled type of prayer that's how we're able to connect and build intimacy with him which actually leads me to my third point which is uh, a prayer is a time to listen and 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 before i expand a little bit more on that i want to first just say that when you have intimacy with someone when you're when you're in a close relationship with someone, you learn how, you know, you learn when to listen and you learn when to speak. You learn that today I just have come to hear from you, God, because I feel led to just hear and to tap into what it is that you're saying to me today. You know, there's times for you to listen, there's time for, for you to talk and all that. And I've really, really enjoyed the listening bit about prayer because I have realized when it is only when you're praying that the gifts especially the gift of the prophetic is realized in us there's no better place if you you see when 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 paul says in first corinthians i think it's 13 that you desire you know the prophetic more than speaking in tongues he he's talking about the prophetic because it it edifies everybody else it edifies you it edifies the church it's a wholesome gift given to us by the Holy Spirit. And so when you're praying, you see, if, if you are just coming to church on Sunday and then going to your business, you know, coming to church the next Sunday and going to your business, there's really no place for the spirit, the gift of the spirit, you know, the, the gift of prophecy to be exercised in your life. Because 
when you it's all about you there is no place for it to to come where will we be realized when when we are praying and, and even when we are in our own closets and our own prayer time right it doesn't have to be like in church and you know like the 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 the, the common prayers and and you know for for everybody else when we are praying that is the opportunity to tap into the prophetic that is the opportunity it lies right there in front of us it's it's the opportunity that that we actually have it's such a great opportunity to tap into the the gift of the prophetic but when when it's all about us it's, it's you know it's just me and thank you god be with me as i go amen and then thank you god for the food amen i'm going to bed god thank you for the day i just want to ask you to be with me amen there's there's something you see the closer you you are with jesus and the intimacy that you build with him which was the second point right that is where you get to understand the depth of him. You see, the word of God says that um, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor have minds conceived what God has for us. But later on, the scripture continues to say that um, he will reveal to us through his spirit. All these things he will reveal to us through his spirit. And so God is willing to reveal those deep things to us. And he will only do that in prayer. Prayer is the avenue to, re to, to receive the deep things, what eyes haven't seen and what ears haven't heard and what minds and thoughts have not conceived are given and revealed to us in prayer. And so that's the prophetic right there. That's the prophetic knowing about what has not been seen. What has, that's the prophetic basically. And so we are being told clearly in scriptures when, when we pray, when we come to the place of prayer, we can expect the prophetic, the prophetic. We can expect to tap into that resource. And that's what Paul says. Desire that. Desire that. More than anything else, desire that. I know we've got prophets and prophetesses that are working within the office of a prophet, right? Um, uh, because of the, the office that God has given unto them. But for us, we can operate in the gift. That gift has been given to us. And Paul says, desire it. In fact, he commends and, and he, you know, commends each and every one of us desire that so i have realized with my time in god and and with my intimacy and my relationship with god i've realized that you only tap into the prophetic the closer and the nearer you are to him because god that then doesn't want people who will take the prophetic and use it for their own gain or misuse it and harm and hurt the body of christ you know, this is the bride of Christ and, and he doesn't want any harm done to, to his bride. And so I've realized that when you tap in, when you're working on that discipline of prayer, you, 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 you can tap into, it's the opportunity you have to tap into the prophetic. And you know that prophetic means that you have a good ear. You have a good ear to hear what the spirit has, uh, uh, has for you, has for the church, has, has for the situation, has for the nation. And so I feel that prayer is that, perfect spot it's that sweet spot it's a time to listen and it's an opportunity to tap into the prophetic so that's that's point number three that's point number three from me <laughs> um i also think um that a time in prayer is a time to unburden right while you're listening uh while it's also a as it i've said it's a time to listen to build intimacy with god um it's a time to unburden. 
It's a time to cast your anxieties like we did in our previous devotional. It's a time to come and just say, you know, I am feeling quite heavy with this issue. You see, we've got pastors, we've got therapists, all people timely and appropriate for the work of the body of Christ. But I feel that when we come to prayer, we're able to unpack and distress in a manner that cannot be done by human beings. Of course, there's a work and there's a job for human beings. And that's why God has placed those uh, people in those positions. And with that knowledge and wisdom, there is also a place to unpack um, and unburden anxieties, worries, and even give your, your requests. Uh, unpack it and say, this is what I want. This is what I desire. And, and later, the feet of Jesus. It's an opportunity. And I know most of us don't have a problem with that, right? <laughs> I think Matthew 7, 7 leads us quite perfectly with that, you know. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. That's 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 a, a great resource, a great verse that can... Uh, that, um, can really help you uh, when it comes to unburdening and just unpacking things in, in prayer and in your time with God, right? Um, also, I just want to say another point. What point is this now? Mm-hmm. Four. <laughs> point number four, right? Um, that a time of prayer is a time to remain plugged in. The previous devotional that we, we have just done and tackled is about abiding in Christ you know, the vine, the vine dresser and ask the branches. And a time in prayer, when you're in prayer is how you get to stay and remain connected. Why? Because God will reveal to you in what areas and in what way you have unplugged. You know, my child, you have unplugged um, in obedience. You have unplugged in obedience to authority. You have unplugged in fellowship. I want you to Go to services more. There's the first service in your church. There's a second service in your church. There's a midweek service in your church. There's the keshas and the overnight prayers. There's worship experience. You have unplugged in this area. I want you to plug back in so that my uh, your, your, you can deepen your relationship and your worship, your time in worship with me. You know, it is a time where God can help you remain plugged. God knows where you have unplugged. God knows that you have plugged in in everything else, but in the area of relationship, especially like, you know, like, um, you know, dating and courtship and all that, you have unplugged because um, uh, maybe maybe you, you focused on other things and, and not the leadership of God when it comes to how to date and how to court, right? So God wants you to, to get back. So when you're in prayer, God will reveal to you, this is the area that you have unplugged. This is the area that you're disconnected. Connect back, abide in me, so that all that you ask will be given unto you. And so a prayer, a prayer, a time, the time in prayer is a great time to, to plug back in. Because let me tell you, you can assume that you will always constantly remain plugged in but the, the stresses of this world, the, the ups and the downs, the seasons, the times, the days, the responsibilities of this earth and the present day, you know, they, they, they can unplug you without your knowledge. And the enemy, the temptations, the tests of these times, you, you know, of this life, they can have you un, be unplugged in an area, but you know, you're still plugged in, in, in one and, and you maybe think, you know, I, I serve in church, so I'm, I'm constantly plugged in. No, your heart could be plugged in, unplugged, but your, your, you know, your body, your physique, the fact that you come to church, you, you serve in a very, uh, this department and this other department, when you're in prayer, God can reveal to you, you know, my son, you, my, my daughter, my son, 
this place you have plugged in physically, but you have not given me your heart and I desire your heart. So prayer is a time for God to keep checking on us and for God to keep revealing to us if we are still plugged in all year long, right? Another point um, is it's a time to, I, 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 I said, I put it this way, it's a time for God to give me the desires of my heart. I have this, uh, I, the way this verse applies, the way I understand this word, um, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart, that part of the verse is one, the desires that I have, right? The desires that I have, God will fulfill them and give them unto me. And he will reveal to me and, and assure them to me while I'm in my time of prayer, right? Two, the desires that I have that are ungodly, that are not within his plan, God will take those away and he will replace them with desires that suit. So God will give me the desires of my heart, but he'll also give me the desires that I should have in my heart. I don't know if that makes sense. For me, that's when I go to prayer, I go and tell him, this is a desire, but I also tell him, such this desire, should it be the desire that I have? Or can you give me the desire that I should have in my heart? Right? That's how I look at it. It's twofold. God will give you what you desire, but God can also give you what you should desire. Right? That's how, that's how mighty and powerful I see prayer as because when I get into there, I allow the Holy Spirit to search my heart and check if this desire is really uh, 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 godly and applies to the will of God and in the will of God for my life. And for the season that I mean, I mean, life is seasonal, you know, and so I want to know, I want to tap in and I want God to uh, reveal to me if this is a desire for this season if this is a desire that I even should be having, uh, you know, all together, right? <laughs> and lastly, the last tip that I have, or the last thing that I know about prayer is that prayer is personal. In that, even while churches right now in January are praying and they are allocating some time of prayer, you cannot force every single congregant to participate everybody is going through prayer i mean churches all over the world have started the year strong and off on the note of prayer you know 21 days of prayer 40 days of prayer and fasting 28 days of prayer and fasting pretty much everywhere this this first month uh, we are reflecting on or you know dedicating or we are in the season and in the time of prayer and so as much as everybody could be doing it it doesn't mean that you know the individual, everybody has resolved to do it. It's on a personal level. Everything is personalized. And so there's some people who think, you know, I don't have that many problems so that I can bring, you know, I can fast for a whole 21 days or I can be coming at every month to pray. You know, what I do is enough and I don't think I should do any more than that. So prayer is personal. And I think it also erupts from the point of the kind of relationship that you have had and the benefits that you have derived from your time in prayer with God 
So for me, I know for sure that I cannot force prayer on someone. I mean, I know the kind of friends that I can carry along with me to a place of prayer. And I know, you know, they are all my friends, but I can't carry everybody. Not everybody really desires or wants to pray, you know, and going deep into the time of prayer and all that. So I do understand that there are people who are a bit more, you know, they're just like, uh, I think I can do the praying at home. I don't really need to go to a whole prayer mountain or like I don't need to come and dedicate a whole day, do you know, to pray and fast. No, no, you, I do understand that. And so I, once I think I understood that is where I was able to see that nobody can even, you know, like help me tap into mine. I, I actually remember very well that, you know, my mom, my, my mom really loves to pray and she was, or, you know, she just used to pray, you know, she would have her own time in prayer. But it was when I got the interest of prayer that she started to really, you know, really encourage me in it. Before then, she would just, you know, she would, she would just pray and probably maybe pray for me in her time of prayer. But because she now sees, now now when I have the interest of prayer is when she now comes to me and says, okay, so now when you do pray, I would, you know, I would, you know, give you a tip here and there to do this and to do that so that you know, like, you don't beat about the bush or waste a lot of time like I did. But, you know, like, she's trying to now direct me in line with God's will with how I can pray. But if I, when I was not interested in prayer, when I was not really praying, when I was not really in it, she would just, she was not talking to me about it. Why? Because she had already realized the secret and the secret is that it's personal. And as much as in our churches, everybody is encouraged and talked to about, um, you know, like it's a season of prayer, you know, like don't take prayers for granted, take them seriously. They have, you know, the uh, prayers are so important and all that you know even like in the youth we you know young people are encouraged to pray you know this is something that you can put in the bank and you come and come and withdraw in, in the future you can but only say that but unless that person has realized it for themselves unless that person has tapped into the resource unless this person has understood what greater treasure uh, prayer is they will not tap into it they will not get into it and so um, I have realized that prayer is personal. It comes and erupts from a personal point. And by the way, it doesn't mean that people who pray the most have the most problems. Praying is not about problems necessarily, but prayer is because of the kind of relationship that you have with your maker. And so it just depends. Some, some, you know, some, you know I think also it ha- allowed me or it has given me you know, I, I have ex- been able to extend grace even to my friends or to the people that I minister to, to understand that um, they are not yet there with their relationship with God. But um, my prayer and my hope is that because they are in a relationship with God, that they will be able to build on onto that intimacy and that somehow they will, you know, they will grow and, and deepen in their love for God and their desire and, you know, and their need to stay close to him. Um, yeah, and I think it just takes that, it takes that one time, uh, that one encounter with God in prayer to make you really desire to keep coming back and keep asking him, oh, so I heard you last time, I want to hear you again. I've come back, you know, to relate with you and all that. So it's all personal. You can't really, it's a personal thing. People are in, you know, people are in different stages and seasons in their lives and even in their relationship with God. And 
you just can't force that so maybe this is the way you can this is like your call to action to extend grace to those who you see um are not tapping in yet but also it doesn't mean that you remain silent but you just keep encouraging them maybe maybe one day maybe one time right so yeah those are the things that i have learned um about prayer and those are the things that really govern um me around the time of prayer and also before i finish about the personal beat it's it's that it's personal not does that that doesn't mean that you're the one who's guiding yourself um but it's personal in that it's not for any other human being but it's you and god it's a personalized relationship between you and god and it's him who's guiding you through the prayer it is him who is governing the way you pray yeah god has to you have to allow the holy spirit to govern the way you pray you just can't go to prayer and say your own things allow the holy spirit to govern and to to tell you does this need a fast does this um need you know prayer and fasting does this need um you know corporate prayer get someone in on this as well so that you can pray with other people does this just you know it's just a normal prayer you just you just pray and you you get it in um it, it it's personalized in that it's god who really governs it for you and um no, no, there's no human being there's no pastor there's no you know a man of god woman of god can that can really model prayer your prayer life for you this discipline you just you just get it by yourself it's it's the thing that god gives unto you for you for his glory and for the relationship that he wants to build with you so if you if you desire um a great relationship with god i i want to tell you today that um start with a prayer just just start go go in and say you know i see people coming and they're praying for 6 hours what is it that they're telling you god just go to him like that he he wants to hear you he wants to talk to you and uh, you know um he wants to relate with you he's relational right um you you go to him and say i i people are staying people are going to the prayer mountain and they're not eating how are they able to do that is it that, that is that level pro <laughs> My goodness is that level pro and, and I'm just I'm here on beginner level you know uh what can I do how is it that people are got getting to these levels um yeah and God is going to lead you and guide you just keep tapping in keep tapping in keep finding time you know allocate time for 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 prayer good things good things take time guys good things take time it doesn't mean that you will take like one year five years or whatever no but good things take time so you need time in the presence of god and you need time in the place of prayer so that you can build on it and perfect it yeah i mean people get jobs because of their years of experience right they are they written they're writing there in the job description um, um yeah the job description they are like uh, uh uh qualifications uh, five years experience so and it's because that person has been working in in that particular field for those five years so uh you should also give more time to prayer so that ufike level pro kama kuna level pro and if that's what you desire anyway i kid all, all i mean to say is that allocate time in the presence of god and it will bear fruit i bet you let me tell you let me tell you something um uh, put time put time for god put time in his presence and then you tell me how that will go i i kid you not it's going to be fruitful it will always be fruitful in the presence of god 
yeah thanks for joining me for this episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope it was a gem in your life i hope it will guide you or um somehow you can steal one or two points from there and maybe run with them this year and that will help you you know build onto the relationship or your the discipline of prayer um uh, and, and and your relationship uh with god this year I mean, we're all working towards all these other great relationships, you know, marriage with kids, with your partner, your spouse, with your friends, your parents and siblings, etc. How about you put a little bit more effort in communing with your God this year and building onto a good relationship with him? Yeah. Thanks for being here. Bye. I am so happy that you made it to the end of another episode. I hope to see you here again next week for another episode. But you know how it is. Before the next episode, there is a five-minute devotional that comes out every Thursday just to keep you afloat, just to keep you going, just to keep encouraging you and building you up and exhorting you up in the name of Jesus Christ. And I do hope that you enjoy those as well. So see you here next week. Bye. Have a good one.